we doing this afternoon? Good, Scott. How are All you? All right. Coming, coming from our new digs, still yep. under construction. But yep. for those that don't know, uh, Tyler's working extremely hard on actually building a media room for yep. us here in the district where we kind of house... Uh, Podcasts, uh, promo commercials, right. just all kinds of stuff. So, uh, if it looks like it's we're under construction, it's because we are, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. They might get uh, some some guys are better looking than us in this, but they, yeah, we're, yeah, we're the first well, ones. Like, so we'll always have that. Tyler throws some lights in here, and I'm like, well, hey, what? <laughs> I, yeah, I maybe would have shaved this morning anyway. So, uh, hey, wanted to. Uh, just uh, come back and, and continue yeah. our conversation on on our work in the district in regards to HRS and right. and kind of uh, where where we've been up to this point yep. and and kind of what our next steps are in regards to us working together and building capacity. So for I'll sure. uh, I'll let you kind of review yeah. where we've been and 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 then we'll talk a little bit about where we're going. Yeah, for sure, Scott. I appreciate that. We've had uh, kind of a, a little bit of a whirlwind start to the year, but now we're getting down into a cadence and things are kind of working. And I think what we've done hopefully really well for building leaders is to map out that vision, that thing to see what, what the possible landing spot for this could be in four or five years. And the reason that we're really, really doubling down on HRS work to help lead us to that possible preferred reality. And so I would like to take um, you know, all of our building leaders back and have them think about that. Remember what we've done up to this point is really at that 30,000 foot view of like, Hey, here's the possibilities and we're going to be looking at and now getting back into kind of the components one by one and working through some of the things that we can do there. Um, I would also like to just just remind everybody what we talked a lot about are possibilities. And we've got possibilities based off where people are at entering into this HRS framework. And so, again, to give them a little sense of, OK, it feels overwhelming. No, no, it doesn't. It's what you're doing. Now it's about aligning that and keeping that that on the horizon view, as well as now getting down into some of the nitty gritty and working through some of those details right. as they build their plans out, um, as they decide how they want to, you know, make it their own in their building. Um, I appreciated some of the things you were talking about too, just to throw that caveat of people worrying about, Hey, what, what might happen? And, and we know that to put that elephant in the room, all those things in the district may, things may change. Things likely will change, but this framework allows you as a building leader to have something to really tie um, you know, hang your hat on and, and tie your work to that building to uh, building to legacy through integrity is, is really a good mantra. Right. And I think that's going to yeah. come up over and over again as we talk this I, through. I, I think it, like we view this as that anchor. Yep. It, it's that home base for when we kind of get a little lost yes. right, and, and get back to home base. And then I, I think definitely as, as leaders, just always keeping in mind, pull back up to the balcony and, and yeah. view things through that legacy integrity lens right. yep. with this being the anchor power. That, that, that's good stuff. That's totally good stuff. So, and and now where we, we have done that, we are going to have some times I'm going to uh, have you go through a, a little bit more in detail for us of how to transition from that balcony view down to the dance floor sometimes, because right. we're getting into that workspace where that might be the, the, the plan. Absolutely. And I, and I think a lot of our people in the building have already lived some of that down in the weeds <laughs> uh, stuff. And that, that probably, I just want to point out to everybody that with our resources, yeah. like like this high reliability school and, and the handbook, like yep. very component heavy, right. uh, trench level, kind of down in the weeds type stuff. Yep. Uh, great resources for that. Uh, not as much component heavy and down in the weeds right. with this. This is much more that, that balcony view and, yep. and more of that leadership lens of uh, – Big picture and, right. and and thoughts and values and beliefs with with connecting some of the leading indicators and some of those things totally. uh, to it. But certainly these these resources play play different roles, and I I think we we saw that in in chapters one and two. Agreed. Right? Uh, 
You know, I think if I was to, to, to synthesize chapters one and two, it had been a while since I'd read those. I read those <laughs> earlier in the summer, and I'd, I'd glanced through them. But really, when I went back uh, here last week and really read them again in detail, I, I, I went in kind of yeah. with an expectation that it was going to get into the components pretty deep. Right. And then I had to sit back and like, wow, we didn't get in the components a whole lot here. <laughs> so uh, if I was to synthesize chapters one and two from my lens, you know, it was kind of that what, what are those core beliefs, core ideologies right. uh, of your organization? And then what systems right. slash PLCs right. do you have? You know, what, what, what of that do you have in place? Uh, hopefully guiding behaviors and practices uh, so your actions match your beliefs, right? right? And then that, that kind of took me back, though, to what Mario was yeah. talking to us about in regards to don't don't spend time haggling over and trying to convince each other, do we have the same beliefs and do our <laughs> beliefs match and all that stuff. Correct. Right? And, and I think in education, uh, when you sit down and just globally have a conversation, 9 out of 10, 9.5 out of 10, maybe even 9.9 out of 10, right. educators, when you ask them, do you believe all kids should learn right. and can learn, all of us always say yes. Yeah, like like there's that, that's why that's, we're in education. Absolutely, that right. that, that, that is that, that is not a hard <laughs> agreement to come upon, right? Correct. Of course, we believe that. Right, and and I think most of the time that comes from a, from a very earnest and authentic place. Right, uh, but I also think sometimes when we get into the grind of the school year yeah. and we start having the challenges and the variables and all the things that go into actually moving kids forward in the learning. Right. Sometimes a lot of stuff gets in the way, and and we still believe it, but maybe it's not actually happening. Yep. Uh, and that's where I think the power of of what the message they're saying is, is right. the framework, the PLC model, the practices, the structures, the systems we yep. put in place will eventually result in authentic. Correct. Uh, and I, I, I think real belief systems, so to speak, where, where right. everything's congruent and everything matches. Yeah, I, I love uh, that. Um, Scott, going back to, again, like you said, what Mario was talking about, getting stuck in that, talking about philosophies and get on the same page belief-wise, there's too much time and energy spent on that because we're human. Right. But when it gets down to the practices that do align, maybe differing viewpoints of how we best do take care of kids or how we best get kids to learn, I think those are really important. One of the points that came out to me really big was on page 40 in this reading, and it's a quote from Dufour Marzano back in some of their work in 2011, but this one was really important, speaking of that PLT structure. The time principles devote to building the capacity of teachers to work in collaborative teams is more effective than time spent attempting to supervise individual teachers into better performance. That collective team piece, major piece of whatever structures you put in place, it's got to be done together. Right. So, yeah. And I think, and, and, and I, and I think that came from DeFore, right? I think he's Correct. quoting DeFore there. Yeah, yeah. But, but so powerful. And, and I think speaks back to, once again, those, those, yeah. those structures, practices, and, and, and peers that, that help, Correct. help keep us in check a little bit to make sure that our actions are matching our beliefs, right? A hundred percent. And that's a, a major piece of this work we're leaders again, and it might be the big shift of our work because a lot of us, I, I would say, for surviving through what we what we have done for the last few years, a lot of it has felt belief centered and belief oriented, and that's been the noise. Right. And getting back down to now, no, let's just build some good practices, some good structures that allow us to not be in that philosophical argument stage all the time, and just get down to, hey, is the evidence showing that the kids are learning? Right. And that that shift. There's another piece in here, another. Um, one of the things that really, really spoke to me was there's a graph that talks about the shift from teaching 
to the focus on learning. Right. That right. big it had, shift, it had, right? It had the, it had the chart. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Listen list to those, those descriptives, right? Exactly. Like, like when you when you have a I taught it lens or <laughs> or, or, or the student, you know, uh, learning lens, yep. right? It's actually on page 62, yeah. and it's actually that, that teaching, that the shift from the focus to teaching to the focus to learning. Right. I won't read it all, but another big one is from that, that emphasis on shifting from what is taught to the fixation on what was learned. Right. It's we have we have tons of things to teach and we can get lost in those weeds, but focusing on the learning that's happening allows right. such clarity and streamlines those processes and allows us to collaborate in those team mechanisms much more clearly of hey, are we ensuring that all kids have learned X, whatever X be? That really is really important for us to f- to feel because that also energizes our our teachers. They start to feel that. That um, they start to feel that, hey, I'm connected and I'm part of a team and we're doing something well. Back to that quote of the, the time spent in collective teamwork rather than in supervising individual teachers. I almost look at it as like that's an intervention piece for some of our teachers that maybe are building capacity, right? But if you put them with some really stellar rock stars, that's when their beliefs will change. That's when their practices will change because they're spending time working with someone who is authentic, who has done it, who's been through those trenches and vice, the other side of that coin is that can reinvigorate some of our folks who've been doing it for a few years. Holy cow, I have another piece that I can adjust and work with. So I, I really appreciate, again, that collective mentality. Right. And I, and I think that, that circles back to those wise words from Mario. Of like, yeah. like don't, don't spend all your time trying to haggle <laughs> through beliefs, right? Uh, build, build, build actions, structures, so forth and so on that mold behaviors right. that, that end up in so, some of those beliefs. And sometimes, <clears throat> Scott, like those, those actions or behaviors, right? We, we can have times where even the best of us don't, don't live up to what we thought that was. I think you and I talked about an example the other day. You want to share that with us of that idea of... Oh, right. So when I, when I was kind of synthesizing, <laughs> yeah. hey, this, this is about your, your core ideology, your core yep. beliefs, like we said, and kind of, you know, you, you got to believe that, that we can impact all kids, right? Totally. Uh, and and walk that belief, so to speak. And then right. about having those systems to check yourself and yep. make sure that you're actually doing that. And it, it dawned on me, you know, that, man, I, I, I believe I'm an excellent pet owner, yep. right? And, <laughs> and I believe that my dog and cat are blessed to have me as an owner. And and and, and I think by and large, my sure. actions fit those beliefs, right? Right. But, you know, maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, noticed that, man, we, we, seem, we seem to have a dry water bowl every <laughs> once in a while, right? We need to fix that. <laughs> Uh, so I fixed it. I went and bought a new tool. So yeah. I bought one of those self-feeding water reservoir dog dishes, right? And thought, yep. man, I'm an awesome, awesome dog owner. My dog and cat will never go without water, right? Yep. And the other day I walked by and lo and behold, guess what? <laughs> Dry water dish and I had two pets sitting there staring at me like, what the hell's going on, man? <laughs> I thought, wow, I wonder how long that's been dry. So I filled it up, and right. sure enough, they both sat there and drank for five minutes. <laughs> Great evidence that yep. all of a sudden my behaviors and actions weren't matching my right. beliefs. Didn't mean that I'm not a good pet owner. Right. Doesn't mean that those beliefs are wrong. Just right. meant that I had, for whatever reason, gotten into a bit of a rut right. that I was not reacting to the reality of my pets. And, and, and to me, it was just a great analogy of, man, we always go into every school year believing this. Right. We do believe this. As educators, we believe this. Sometimes we get distracted by things, sure. though, that knock us a little off course. Doesn't make us bad educators. Doesn't right. believe that our beliefs aren't true. Correct. But every once in a while, maybe our students are kind of staring at us with that empty water bowl going, <laughs> hey, dude, what's up, man? It, <laughs> you know, I need, really need some pre- water. I really appreciate you sharing that, yeah. Scott, because I've totally been there myself. And one of the things that popped in my head with our conversation as well is 
that monitoring of the process. You had done everything a couple, you know, a year and a half or so ago. You'd right. done that spot to say, hi, I've done that. But there still is that monitoring. So that's really important in the mm-hmm. HRS model of even those things that are working well, we right. can't put them on autopilot without having some quick right. data and quick check you, you back. Check on a little bit, I, right? I, it was a perfect. So I'm, I'm going to D and B and getting a two gallon <laughs> reservoir, right? Like that's the fix. Maybe, <laughs> maybe get the Wi the Wi Fi adapter. Hey, where's a little better check system? Where yeah, where, where's the reservoir at? Right? Yeah. But uh, anyway, good stuff. So yeah. hey. Uh, Thanks for having yep. the conversation. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Just to remind everybody, uh, we're back at NNU on Monday. Yeah. Uh, chapters one and two of the reading assignment. Yes. Uh, we'll spend a little time doing some of that response to reading activity and, yep. then, and then also give people time to uh, break out and just continue on yep. the work. So exciting well, stuff. One more plug on that. Hey, guys, if you have time, like get that, get those responses done. Make sure we're staying up on that. It, it can feel like one more thing to do, but it is really valuable. It's helping us gain some insight into where we're at and how we can help lead this work, and it also helps with your colleagues when they read through those comments, it helps. So one more plug for that, Um, model those things, because that can be another thing that uh, is really important for us is to model this for our our staff, model this for our folks as we go through. And with all the leaders we're working with, that that can be a shift from that, hey, I'm just managing the water bowl. Well, I got to fill the water bowl. So so as I head to DMB, everybody else, go grab your HRS PLC book and get to reading. All right. Sounds good. See everybody on Monday. Talk to you later, Waylon.